Michelle, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I am excited to talk about career pathing, which is something that both of us have benefited from, and I know you're really passionate about it. So thanks for being here. Yeah, and thanks for having me. Yeah. So let's just dive right in. Why don't you why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your career pathing journey here at Zenium and how you got to the role that you're in currently as an HR business partner? Yeah, thank you. I always say I stumbled into HR yep. out of customer service. Same. <laughs> so same. I worked for another employer. I was a customer service representative. I became a supervisor. And then an opening came up in their HR department as an executive assistant. And I got that role. And then I had a wonderful director who saw something in me and really helped me develop my career. And then I got into an HR manager role. And then I made the decision to start looking for other organizations and I found Zenium. And I'm so thankful I did because I started at Zenium as an on-site generalist at a client. And then my, my supervisor knew I was interested in other opportunities. And so when one became available, I was considered and I got promoted into my current role as an HR business partner. And I absolutely love it. Yeah, we're glad that you're here and that you expressed your interest in moving up. So I want to hone in on two of the things that you said that seem to stand out. In all of the scenarios in your career, it seems like you were a participant in the career pathing. So you were expressing interest. You were asking for opportunities, seeking the development. And it also sounds like your manager was pretty involved in the process and there was a lot of engagement happening on both sides. So can you tell us a little bit about what the employee's role is when it comes to career pathing and how they can participate in that process? Yeah, well, I really do think each employee needs to take ownership of their own career path, right? It's our life, so we need to take control of that. But we need to be talking to our managers, asking for those one-on-one -on -one meetings if they're not already scheduled, having conversations during our performance reviews, and looking for opportunities to keep growing our skills and adding to certifications or schooling, training, mm -hmm. just anything that we can do. So I do think the employee needs to take an active role. When you're in an HR role within an organization, you know, that role participates pretty heavily in implementing processes and building the structure. What does that look like? What are some of those really important steps that an HR department should be taking to help support an organization as they build out career pathing programs? Yeah. HR is looking at all of the jobs, the core competencies of those jobs, and what a person really needs to be successful in it. They're also developing that map, as you were, like mm -hmm. just to show new hires as well as existing employees what the possibilities are. They are partnering with managers to give them training and how to have conversations with employees, how to give really good feedback so employees know what they need to do to grow and develop, and just identifying all of the different trainings that are available to help people grow their skills. Michelle, you said something that, that resonated with me just in terms of highlighting the length of time that you have spent at some of your employers. I see that 
as a benefit. And I imagine that your ability to move up within these organizations contributed to how long you've stayed there, Zenium included. Are there other benefits to programs like this that employers should think about when they're considering implementing a program like this that they know is going to be potentially time intensive and use resources from their team? Absolutely. You touched on one of the main benefits, which is to retain your staff. Decreased turnover that has benefits in terms of keeping their learned skills within the company, as well as just plain financial benefits of not having to spend the money to find replacements for them. There's also a great increase in your employer brand, which then helps you with your recruiting. So when you do have some turnover, it's a lot easier to find new hires. When you have been working with the clients that you're supporting and you're talking about building out programs like this, or maybe even just simply talking about one individual that maybe needs to be career pathed, do you ever hear about things that employers, like, what are they nervous about? Why might an employer feel like there's obstacles to get in the way? Because I, I feel like I ran into that when I was a business partner and would hear from clients like, I don't really want to do that, or I see some issues. What are you hearing from your clients right now? Yeah, I hear about worries about the time investment, as well as worries that if you do invest the time, that the employee will just leave and take that investment elsewhere. How do you respond to those types of objections? Yeah, I I say there's always a risk that an employee is going to leave. But in the meantime, while they are with you, you get the benefit of all of their increased skills. You do get the benefit of their engagement while they are with you. Mm -hmm. And it also helps everyone else in your organization to see that someone is able to develop and it gives them hope for themselves as well and increases their engagement and their Mm -hmm. morale. How do you handle a situation where you're working with an individual and maybe their goals don't align perfectly with the organization's goals. Maybe you've got an entry-level employee who wants to do something that like doesn't fit at all with where the company is going. Do you, can you still career path that individual? How would you work with an employee like that? I think you can. I think that you can find the goals that do align You also are getting valuable information, right, that maybe this isn't the right fit for this employee. Maybe they are going to be better served elsewhere. And so that might be good information for them to have as well. As you're having frank conversations about their career path, maybe the best plan is for them to exit the organization. But also, while again, while they're with you, you can be helping them to find ways to contribute that do align with their goals and with your goals. And if they do make the decision to leave, that isn't always permanent. I've seen many individuals leave an organization and then come back when their goals are in alignment and both parties are better. I've heard that the term for that, I think is called a boomerang employee Yes, that leaves and comes back. Or we've had it where people leave and then they go become vendors or clients Mm -hmm. at organizations that we work with in the future. I feel like the communities that we're working in are pretty small. Making it a great employee experience while they're here, like you said, you never know how you might run into those folks in the future. 
I feel like for managers that may be listening to this, some of these may be tough conversations, right, that you're having with employees. It's not always rosy. It's not always, here's the next promotion. What do you, what advice can you give to supervisors and managers about how to have these tough conversations, how to be honest and frank with employees? And what would you say to those types of listeners right now? Yeah. I would say I've been there. It's really hard. And your best bet is to have lots of great training, which Zenium offers, and also to practice, practice. And sometimes it's practicing with a loved one in advance. Sometimes it's just your first couple are hard. They're rocky. They don't go as well as you had hoped they would. But as you continue to push in and really try to give the, that hard feedback and to have the difficult conversations, you'll find that it does get easier with mm-hmm. the practice. And I imagine there's ways that you can tell if your program is working and that there are some benefits to building out programs like this. You talked about retention, so obviously you can probably measure that. Are there other metrics that you've seen organizations use to determine whether their succession planning or career pathing programs are actually working and adding to the bottom line? Yeah, absolutely. You'll see increased scores on employee satisfaction surveys or employee engagement surveys. You'll also see reduced time to fill positions, both because of the recruiting aspect and also because you have a succession plan. You have people in line Mm. to take that next role. So those are some just easy metrics to see. That's great. When you think about the future of career pathing and succession planning, what comes to mind for you in terms of what's going to evolve? What should we keep our eye on? What are you paying attention to? I think we'll be using technology a lot more than we have in the past. And I do think we need to consider this new world of remote work and what that means in terms of having employees be seen and know what their career options are. I think sometimes out of sight, out of mind can occur. And so we have to be really intentional about helping our employees find that next role and understanding what they're interested in. I think we'll also see more trainings that are easily accessible on mobile devices and just perhaps even leveraging technology to map out a career path for employees. Yeah, those are great. I feel that we hear about these industries that have skilled trades and workers that are going to be retiring and we don't have the talent to fill those roles. There are other industries like healthcare and education too that it seems the the interest in those roles is decreasing. And I know that many organizations out there are worried about not having the talent. And so it sounds like you're saying look within the four walls that you have and have those one-on-one conversations with employees, empower your employees to get excited about their career, take some ownership in in their development and working together, even leveraging the HR resources, it sounds, is a good place for everyone to start. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Awesome. 
Thanks so much for being on today, Michelle. Appreciate the time. And I know that you are active on LinkedIn. So if folks want to connect with you on LinkedIn, we'll make sure and leave that in the show notes for everyone today. Thank you. All right. Thank you. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the guest's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of ZenMHR or the host, Brandon Laws. The material and information presented on Transform Your Workplace is for general information and educational purposes only. ZenMHR or the host, Brandon Laws, does not necessarily endorse any guest, their business, or any organization they represent. Discretion is advised. Please work with a trusted advisor to find a custom approach that fits your organization's needs.